0: Daily Draft Report. Set your EDR to record now. All right. Happy Friday morning, everybody. It's right. We're right smack dab in the middle of the combine right now. This is your Daily Draft Report, the daily dose of prospect information for the NFL draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's prospect Pittsburgh senior quarterback Kenny Pickett. He is six foot three, two 220 pounds, and my guest tonight is Michael Bauer of the Dynasty Rewind. Michael, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good. How about yourself?
0: I am doing really good, man. I'm happy to finally talk about Pickett. I thought he'd be one of the guys that would get snapped up right away, but he's like my 7th or 8th quarterback we've talked about. So, quick recruit, recruiting profile. He was not a very sought-after quarterback. He was the 738th-ranked quarterback in the class of 2017. Three-star guy. Had offers from Pittsburgh. Temple, Boston College, Buffalo, Coastal Carolina, ultimately went to Pittsburgh. And at Pittsburgh, he has been a starter for four full seasons. I'm not going to go through all of his statistics. We'll just kind of lump them all together here. His last year, his senior year, he was obviously the best year. He had 67% completion rate, 4,319 yards, 42 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. And he also added 233 yards on the ground with 5 touchdowns, and he had 20 rushing touchdowns in his career. So he's a fairly mobile guy. Um, But his previous couple seasons, he he hovered around 60% completion and was kind of, you know, 13 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. This year, he obviously took a huge step forward and vaulted up draft boards in the process. So, Michael, what traits and attributes does Pickett possess you think will make him successful in the NFL?
1: So some of the things that I like about Kenny, and, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you see every day I tag the Eagles and I, tra- I tweet out a picture of Kenny Pickett. So I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. I want them to draft Kenny Pickett. I am not a Jalen Hurts fan. Again, if you follow me, you know that. He, he's just accurate all across the board. This guy can make every throw on the field. And I'll just give you, so we use uh, scouting sheets that need Christian. Uh, made up for us at the Dynasty Rewind. So I'll just read you my report on him here, and that'll tell you the, some of the traits that I like. What impresses me the most about Pickett is his ball placement, which, as we know in the NFL, is super important. You don't need to have the best arm in the NFL, but you need to put the ball where either only a receiver can get it, or you have to throw receivers open. You typically, you typically, excuse me, you don't see this from a collegiate quarterback, yet he looks like a seasoned veterans at, veteran at times. His ability to move in the pocket, throw receivers open, and stand tall in the face of pressure Make him a surefire quarterback prospect. I didn't see too many negative plays, and I contribute that to his mobility and ability to read defenses quickly. Make no mistake, this is a pro-style quarterback who's ready to go day one. And that's it. Is he a running quarterback? Quote-unquote, I'm using air quotes, no. But he's mobile enough, and he can run. And that's okay. And I was actually looking more at this scouting profile. One thing that I think is interesting, you know what? I don't want to jump ahead. I'm sorry. Because you're you're asking, where do you project him to be drafted? So I don't want to jump ahead, but (laughs) I had a good nugget here from 24-7 that I missed somehow before, and I just caught it now. So I'm not going to jump ahead too far.
0: Yeah, he does. I think that contributes to the fact that he's had – this is his fourth full season as a starter, and I don't honestly mind that he took his lumps his first couple years. You could tell in his composure on on the field. You know, he looked like such a different quarterback this year. I mean, you could tell – he was calm, composed. You know, I do like the arm strength. He can make all the NFL throws, including the deep passes. I like how his pocket presence is really good. You know, he, he moves around well. He uses his feet well. He keeps his body square. You know, he does the things you want to do. And he has patience to go through his reads. And then he also knows when to run. And he's a pretty decent runner, like you said. Definitely not something that's going to be, he's not going to be a little Mar Jackson. You know, but he's not going to, you know, he'll get you a couple touchdowns on the ground and pick up a couple first downs here and there. Um, but his ball placement and just every, all the throws—he just—it it was really impressive to watch his from last year to this year because I actually had him on a lot of my rosters because I could. You saw the flashes before this year, you know. He would have a game here and there where he looked like something was imp- like it was coming together, and it was good to see him put together all this year. So,
1: can I just add a few more things too yeah, that surprised me about him? You know, so when I scout players, I go in uh, pretty pretty naked here i don't look up their height weight and i don't look up any stats because i want to see what they do on the field I'm, I'm a film guy i'm not an analytics guy me too it, it just doesn't apply to me i don't know it doesn't work for me i need to see it uh, like i always say the numbers lie but this the tape doesn't so his arm strength was better than what i expected okay i didn't expect it to be anything fantastic one downfall he can put a little too much on it at times which we've seen young quarterbacks do they don't know their own arm strength or they try to make up for something uh footwork is great like you said his field vision is fantastic his throw on the run was a lot better than i expected it to be for a guy who again is not quote-unquote a running quarterback but here's the one that that i like a lot he is not afraid to throw to his running backs we see that time and time again in college football I mean, how often you watch, uh, you're you're not an Ohio State fan, right? No. No, me either. But, uh, you know, scouting these Ohio State players, you have Master Teague, wide open. I scouted him recently. That was fun. Uh, Jeremy Rucker, wide open. CJ Stroud and Justin Fields, they're just bombing the ball down the field. So I like when I see these college players that aren't afraid to do their progressions and check the ball down and just take the safe play. And I understand it's not flashy. It's boring, I guess you know for some people, but NFL teams look for stuff like this. That's important. You're keeping the ball alive. You're keeping your offense moving. So that's one. Of the, and he's my quarterback one in the class. I think he's going to have the best NFL career out of all these guys. I have concerns about some of the other ones. He's my number one for fantasy because I think he has a, a lower, you know, probably a safer floor than like a Malik Willis. His ceiling might not be as high, but you could probably right. start him longer you know, long-term overall than some of the other guys in this class.
0: I do think because of what he's been through, he's ready to, he's probably the most ready. You can make a case possibly for Sam Howell being a three-year starter, but it's, yeah, I like Pickett's chances. You know, he's been through it all and been through it. So, all right, so there's the good things. What are some weaknesses you see in his games? What do you think something that could hold him back?
1: Should we talk about the hand size?
0: (laughs) Because everybody... It's all about size, baby. Come on. Yeah,
1: everybody wants to talk about that. So, you know, (laughs) Joe Burrow doesn't have the biggest hands either. Right. We were... And I know that Kenny's are smaller, but everyone was really concerned about Joe Burrow's hand size. Remember, that was a whole thing. I think maybe one of the things that could knock him is he only really had that one year of really good production. Again... Joe Burrow only had one really good season in college, too. Last time I checked, everything was kind of mediocre. Aside from that, you know, forces the ball a little too much at times. That could hold him back a little bit. Played in the ACC. Maybe there are some teams that look at that negatively. He played at Pitt. And, again, let's go back to who he was recruited by. Temple, Boston College, Buffalo, and Coastal Carolina. So not he wasn't exactly getting recruited by powerhouses. And I know that doesn't matter, but. Did you ever think that maybe I I always think that maybe teams think about this stuff. You know, it's always possible. But aside from that, I don't really think he has too many deficiencies to be. To be honest with you, his deep accuracy isn't the best. Right. When this guy's arms get better, we've seen. You know, we've seen them. Like I don't. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett's Tom Brady, but we've seen Tom Brady's, uh, deep ball improve over the course of his career, which now ended finally. So, right. but I don't really have too many deficiencies for Kenny.
0: Right. All the ones that I had, he's, he's worked on this year. He's gotten better, you know, so they're, they're still there, but they're still, but they're improving. There were times where he doesn't, he, he sometimes will put it where his receiver can catch it, but not where they can make a play after the ball. So that goes with his touch. Like he would, you know, and but that has gotten better. And like he said, sometimes he throws it with a little bit too much pep, you know, when he needs to learn to, you know, back it off a little bit. And and you know make it a little more catchable. The Throwing to Jordan Addison definitely helped that. That I think Addison I catches everything. Too. Yeah. Then other than that, just decision making a little bit. His pre-snap recognition, reading blitzes, gets sometimes gets a little bit too skittish with with a heavy blitz. You know, it's one of those things that you know also comes with time. And but it has looked better this year. I think that was something that was plagued him a lot more in his sophomore and junior years. Is he looked his feet were so happy those years, so he's definitely calmed down some. But you see it a little bit still occasionally. So other than that, I mean, you're right. I mean, he's worked on everything. So just you think you think he'd still improve. So I'm not overall worried about him this year. So
1: he should be a day one starter. I think.
0: I would think so. Yeah. As far as mock draft database, I mean, shoot, everybody's got him going in the first round. Saints, Broncos. Redskins, Redskins, good Lord, I'm behind. <laughs> sure, Commander, <you're> <laughs> Commanders, I'm not even Washington football team behind. I'm Redskins behind. I, st- um, I still
1: do it too, man. Trust me, it's not just <laughs> And out of those so far, the, the landing spot I hate the most is the Saints.
0: Right. And that
1: No, I mean, that's cap hell. And, you know, it's like, is Michael Thomas coming back? Who else are you going to throw it to? What's your offense going to look like? Is Alvin Kamara going to even play? With this, you know, everything that went on, the assault charge. It's a lot of questions.
0: I think the Broncos make a lot of sense. I don't know. if Carolina's not bad. I mean.
1: Feel better if Matt Rule wasn't there because I'm not sold on Matt Rule as a coach. To be completely honest with you, I have an ideal landing spot. But I don't know if he's going to make it there. So my ideal landing spot for him is Pittsburgh. And if you look at, you know, he went, he played in Pitt. He was recruited by Steelers offensive coordinator Matt Canada. To go to Pitt, so yeah, I like that spot a lot. Obviously, my number one, one thousand percent ideal landing spot would be Philadelphia, <laughs> but I don't think it's going to happen. As much as I would love it to, you know, that's my dream. Reality says probably not going to happen. So I don't think he makes it to Pittsburgh, Washington.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's an okay spot. Yeah,
1: I don't hate it, but a guy like this, I'd hate to see him go to a defensive-minded, defensive-mindedly coached team. You know what I mean? Think of, like, when Jared, Jared Goff was initially drafted and Jeff Fisher was his head coach. I think Denver is probably my favorite spot for him. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going there. No, but I also either. don't want to see him end up somewhere, like, in Houston. would be terrible. <laughs> or, like, Detroit. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Like, something like that. But I think, well, cap I think Detroit kind of has to still roll with Goff.
0: Right. They have to Maybe. at least another year. So. Yeah. I think they'll take more of a developmental guy later.
1: Um, I saw somebody mock Caleb Ellaby to them. Have you scammed him at all?
0: Yeah, I like him, and I I like Zappy there too.
1: Yeah, but I think Ellaby should have went back for another year. Me too. Yeah, but he didn't.
0: We'll see what happens. C to C teams really wanted him to go back. So,
1: (laughs) so I just started getting in the C to C within the last year, and um, it's fun, man. (laughs) I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. I I wish I would have found out about it sooner.
0: Yeah, it's definitely pretty fun. For sure. So yeah, there's it's this is one of those quarter those drafts where I'm, if these mock drafts are all over the place,
1: they really are. As
0: far as quarterbacks, especially, I mean, we could see two go in the first round. We could see six. You know, and who knows who the hell they're going to go to? You know, and I'm, there's going to be movement. I would be really shocked if Pittsburgh stayed at twenty because I think they really need a quarterback. So, oh my God, like, so bad where so where would you target him in rookie drafts then pick it if you had a rookie draft today 12 team super flex tight end premium
1: i'm not going to lie i really was struggling with this question because like you just said he's going these quarterbacks are going everywhere sometimes it's not about what's there it's about what's on your roster right now and how your team is made up and i feel like a lot of people they they tend to look at like trades and drafting players in a vacuum and sometimes that's fine but team makeup is important obviously So that being said, I feel like right around the 104 to 107 feels good for him because you have to ask yourself, and I understand super flex, but people, when they hear super flex, they think two quarterback, which is not true. Do I want Kenny Pickett or Traylon Burks? Do I want Kenny Pickett or Brees Hall or Garrett Wilson? Right. And okay, maybe not the running back so much because their shelf life is shorter. But the fact of the matter is, when you have a talent like Traylon Burks or Garrett Wilson, I'm probably gonna take my shot with those guys over realistically a quarterback that there's gonna be Kenny Picketts in 2023, in 2024, in 2025, and you can get by with other. You can get by another year with Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, if you have to. Is it sexy? No, but you can do it. <laughs> And you hate to miss out on this elite talent. So if he's there at 104 and some of the top end guys are gone, I'm okay. But I just, he's like a middle of the pack, first round super flex quarterback for me personally. And I feel like that's pretty fair value for him.
0: Yeah. This is one of those, like we said, the first round could be, and it's the same with your rookie drafts. I mean, I've seen so many rookie fantasy drafts where there's only one, one, two quarterbacks picked in the first round. I still think. Just based on value, probably Malik Willis is probably the one on one. Just because his value is going to continue to increase. Just even though I don't like him, and you don't, I don't think really. No, I don't think he's going to be successful in the NFL. I just interesting.
1: Don't. The I don't, guys I don't on see the it. man the the guys on the Dynasty Rewind crew. Shout out to Maddie Big Chest all over him. Just they no. love this dude. And don't get me wrong, I think he probably he could have a higher ceiling than Pickett. He's my quarterback too. But I just, I like pinnacle. Oh, the
0: ceiling is definitely higher. It's it's right. it's, it's also really low. <laughs> the floor is really low. The
1: floor could be Dwayne Haskins for all we
0: know, man. The yeah. <laughs> or Jalen Hurts.
1: <laughs> I mean, Jalen Hurts does have the He's rushing right, upside, yeah. you know what I mean? But here's the thing. The problem I have with him is you're looking at a guy. So in watching Jalen Hurts every play both killed my liver, but it also helped me to scout these players better. What are their strongest attributes? And a guy like Jalen, his strongest attribute as a quarterback is not throwing the football. So I really emphasize setting your feet. How does your arm, how does the ball come out of your hand? What's your release look like? What's your arm velocity? These things are all really important to me. So Kenny just has it all. Malik Willis probably has a bigger arm a little bit than Kenny does. But man, you know, you put him up against that top talent competition at Ole Miss. He fell apart. Yeah, he's, I understand he's that the offensive line couldn't keep up, but still, right. if you're that mobile and you're that good, you got very, turn it
0: very, very inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many games I watched where he could have threw six interceptions, and he just gets away with them sometimes because of his athleticism and yeah, it's just yeah, his competition. It is,
1: well, one question for you then: Where are you on a guy like Desmond Ritter? Yeah, he's
0: you know I think he's an all right backup, but I I don't see it. Same thing, inconsistency. Yeah, yeah,
1: because he's got the, he's got the athletic skill set, he profiles right. well, but I watch his tape and I'm like, that would be a pick in the NFL. That's six points for the defense in the NFL right there.
0: Yeah, I think he's got a lot of the tools though that maybe he could develop into something, but it would take somebody sitting him for a couple of years and really working with him. So we'll see. Well, thank you, Mike. Michael, sorry. It's All right, man. Mike or Michael. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you're working on.
1: Sure. Um, come find me over on Twitter at Rewind CEO. Check out our podcast at Dynasty Rewind. And I actually think we're talking about Kenny Pickett this week on the podcast. I don't have the show sheet up. Uh, Bob just has <laughs> it labeled as Mike's guys. So Kenny's probably on there. And I would say probably Jahan Dotson as well. And then we're going to do a three-round Superflex Rookie Mock Draft, which I'm really excited about. Love doing mock drafts. So I will get to see where Kenny goes, and I'm excited about it. So come check us out. Come hang out. um, Listen to an episode or two. And make sure you badmouth me on our YouTube page. That seems to be people's new hobby, which (laughs) I enjoy. It's fantastic.
0: Make sure you get one of their shirts, too. They have one of the coolest logos out there. I, I love that logo, man.
1: Yeah, and so. that was uh, designed locally to me, too, by a girl named Gretchen. She is a local artist, and she works at one of the local brew pubs. Um, yeah. She did a great cool. job.
0: Yep, I like it. All right, you can find me on Twitter, at champ. this podcast, Daily Draft RPRT, my work at Campus Ken and Dynasty Nerds. Thank you guys very much for listening. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the combine, enjoy the overreaction cuz next week that's all the that twitter is going to be is overreaction, overreaction, overreaction. I think I'm just going to mute twitter next week. So you should. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening. Have a great weekend.